Welcome to Third World Gaming, the number one show based on statistics of two people taken in this room. But that other person may have been a dog. Hey everyone, welcome back, and you might not know this, but I'm alone right now. Yes, it's just me, Migo the Ironic Gamer, and Paolo the Fluffy Cloud of Doom is not here right now. Now don't worry, he's still on the show, he's still with us, just not right now. Uh, this will be the first part of our single player edition. You'll get these now and then essentially when Paolo's busy and I'm the only one who can record and sometimes I'll be busy and he'll be the only one to record or sometimes something special might happen. Anyway, this is going to be one of the first shows so I guess you have to say Achievement Unlocked. Yes, that's the topic for today. Something I actually want to look into and something I was always fond about was the whole concept of achievements and the achievements in games and where they all started. Now obviously, you know, achievements started simply from high school, well not even high school things, but it was a uh, schoolyard things, uh, something with friends. You essentially talked about games, things you made, things you did, things you pulled off. You say, hey, yeah, I did this in Sonic, or hey, I did this in Mario, I was able to get the level done in Sonic under a minute. And some guys in Mario say, hey, I was able to finish the entire game in about seven minutes, uh, I think the record was seven minutes, eight minutes. Uh, those are essentially achievements, and you just said it with your friends, and you didn't really have a real list of things to achieve. It's something maybe your friend said, hey, I did this, can you do this, and they would do something like that. And that's generally how it started. We had a whole bunch of friends since he tried to challenge each other, doing things crazy, doing things that just didn't really have any real point to it. Simply to show that, hey, I can do this. Did it really show you are a better gamer? Uh, not really. It was just something really fun to do with friends. But of course, uh, things started changing when we started having the achievement list. Uh, I think it was the Xbox who really had this in uh, higher levels. But the only time I really encountered real achievements probably came from Call of Duty 4. Which were you no know, challenges, but you look at these challenges, they didn't really make sense. And we actually looked into it at that time. It was something, oh, since these are achievements. Because we had challenges such as shooting a explosive through a wall that was thrown by someone else and killing him. Yeah, that's kind of... um. It's not a real challenge in a game. It's not something like the game would challenge you just to improve your skill or some sort. No, that sounds like something in the backyard where I'd say, Hey man, I was able to shoot a grenade mid-air while jumping off the building to kill one guy, then I stomped someone else. That's a backyard achievement. Now, the whole addition of these things to games, I mean, that's really, really cool. I mean, it gave that feel, the whole feel of the schoolyard thing, and my friends trying to challenge each other. And you might hear some weird noises, that would be my dog. I am now opening the door, just let the dog out. Yes, I let the dogs out. Anyway, going back to achievements. The whole achievement list in the games, especially what I got called before, I found it really amusing for, well, one reason was it reminded me of my time uh, with my friends. And I guess the other part was, I'm a bit of a power leveler. So anything that could actually increase my uh, XP to get higher classes, uh, more skills, and more unlocks, especially in Call of Duty, which was weaponry. Some skills, you know, not, not uh, what's that one, eavesdropping. Yeah, I didn't care about that one, but hey, it really helped get higher levels, and it was really fun to do. I don't really remember like uh, having challenges with my friend just to see who could do more of it. I guess it was shown more with the skins you had in your guns that kind of reflected how much headshots you did or things. But yet, I still found it really amusing. And then I got into the Xbox with some of my friends. I never really got an Xbox setup here simply because by the time the Xbox really got popular with my friends, I already became the essentially the ironic gamer. 
I became a heavy Mac gamer. I essentially played with everything on my Mac. I still had a PC at that time, but that PC was really underpowered for the time my Mac came in. So, but I'm, I wasn't really gaming things like Sims and stuff. I had Sims. I played Sims. I mean, it's the Mac game for some, point, for some reason. But I may have played Call of Duty 2. I have Call of Duty 4 for my Mac. I played Aspire games. I played games that have been ported here via Wine and other things. But anyway, I digress. The whole concept of achievements at that point was really interesting, but yeah, there is a button. This it's not going to be all praise. I mean, you've heard the regular show. We will say the good parts, the bad parts, and there's a reason why it's a topic, not a simple. Hey, did you know? The thing about achievements, I mean, they were really nice things for friends to do, friends to share. When they came part of the game, it gave that whole concept. Hey, yeah, we do this as friends. But nowadays, it's going to be something really, really stupid and pointless. Uh, I mean, I've seen games that literally gave you achievements simply for starting the game, buying the game, uh, doing the simplest thing. I mean, this would be like Mario Brothers giving you an achievement for jumping or running, or Sonic games for giving you an achievement for collecting, you know, your first ring. Those aren't achievements. The word achievement supposed to mean, you know, something far better than that. It's not just like, hey, you got a ring, here, feel better about yourself. Um... No, that's not an achievement. And those type of achievements have been starting to pop up in recent years. I mean, I don't know what caused it. I don't know if it's just to make people who are playing games supposed to feel better somehow, or make them feel like they're doing better in these games, but that's not how it started. I mean, and that's not the roots of it. It's getting to the point that people just want games with for Xbox, I think, to give you bigger gamer scores. So there's some games that are just simply achievements that give you pretty decent gamer score. But in the end, it doesn't really mean anything. And it feels like these gamers are simply cheating themselves or fooling, fooling other people thinking, hey, I can do all these crazy things. So in reality, oh, I got 15 points for turning the game on. Oh, I got 8 points for killing an enemy. Oh, I got 5 points for pressing pause. It doesn't make sense. And I really don't like the trend. I mean, I've seen this also in iOS games that have achievements. Yeah, actually, that's another thing I got in achievements was when I was looking at my iOS games. I mean... Yes, I played Angry Birds. I am not an avid player of Angry Birds. I merely played it just to see what the fuss was about. And it was a copy of Crush the Castle. A topic for another time, I think. But achievements, I mean, it was something that could have been really, really good. But in the end, it's becoming something so sad and such to be... It's time to become something like a remnant of what it used to be. The whole fun of things, the whole showing off. Come on, honestly, no one is going to show off the fact that they killed the first enemy or, you know, collect the first ring. Unless you're, what, uh, five, eight, and, you know, I don't even think really young gamers, hey, it was cool and all, and, but, nope, let's just start the game. And lots of these games with these weird achievements aren't even really meant for kids. They're like some larger games. I mean, I see some games using it as a joke. Uh, you can see this in the new game, uh, South Park, uh... Hero of the Stick, I probably got the name wrong. I'm still waiting for it to come out on Mac, if it does come out on Mac, or if it gets ported to the Mac, or possibly a Linux for a Steam box, who knows? But I mean, that one had some funny looks in the achievements. That one had a good look of, you know, making fun of what they had become, maybe, or just having just plain fun with it, which achievements were and should be. Not that simple, oh, you did this, yay, or the things that are more or less to shovelware 
natural gaming. But uh, is this thing really something that would hurt gaming in the end? Uh, honestly, I don't think so. But it's something that really seems to undermine the gamer's value and his skill level. I mean, sure, in Call of Duty, when I saw that uh, sk- that uh, challenge, not achievement, challenge that said to shoot uh, explo- an explosive device through a wall to kill an opponent, and this had to be, I think, someone else's explosive, that was a, honestly, that was a pretty amusing challenge. And I guess it was a sort of achievement, even though I tend to get it by pure accent versus me really planning it all out. But for me, that's a lot better to show off and talk about and remember with friends. I mean, that's one nice thing about getting these achievements, especially if you're playing with friends, is you can recall the time and talk about the insanity that happened. No one's going to talk about the insanity of picking up the first item or killing the first enemy, unless it's Dota and you get first blood, and I guess that thing's amusing. And it also shows that, yeah, your guy kind of messed it up. <sighs> but... There, I'm not going to say that the uh, achievements are going downhill. I'm just going to say that uh, they can look like they're going downhill simply because of all the shovelware we've been getting. I mean, we have been getting shovelware for the iOS, a lot of it. I think same with the Android. Uh, there's been lots of indie games coming out uh, via Steam. I've seen a whole bunch of them. Uh, the greenlit ones, of course, are nice. I've seen the other ones, and I've seen others coming from uh, Newgrounds. Yes, Newgrounds still live. Uh, those things are insane just because the indies know what achievements are about and they really make it work. But then I see some of the bigger names that are just... It seems like they're making jokes of it. Actually, I remember one indie game in particular that was just about achievement unlocks. I had it in my iOS, my friend had it on Android. It was literally a game about unlocking achievements. It had nothing else. It was just the whole point of it. Just to make either an indie game, I think, may just really make fun of the whole concept of, hey, I unlocked this, hey, I unlocked that, and honestly, it was amusing. It was interesting, it had a good, it had its good fun against the whole concept of these stupid achievements coming out. But I'm guessing, I mean, what really made it funny was, it is truth, we've been getting all these bad stuff. Now, should we blame, like, gaming manufacturers, game makers for this thing? Or should we blame, blame maybe the community and what's become something a bit more shallow as compared to the older ones? I'm not going to start being, make a fight here about the different generations, but it's just the way we see things are very different. I mean, maybe I'm seeing these weird achievements as a, you know, a detriment. But for all I know, maybe younger gamers see this actually an amusing new thing. I mean, sure, we don't, I might not ever see the amazingness of just starting the game, or I think there even uh, for the Xbox One, you actually got achievements for watching DVDs and watching movies or something. Hey, maybe for me, I just found that, like, what is that? That's not an achievement, that's stupid. But hey, maybe for other people, that's an achievement just because, hey, that's their first time of really engaging in this console. I mean, I grew up playing some of the oldest things. I started with the Atari, went to the SNES, well, no, the, the Famicom, Sega Genesis, Sega Saturn, tried the Dreamcast, tried the, Xbox, uh, tried the GameCube, Xbox, had the N64, the different Game Boys, Game Gears. Maybe I just see these new achievements as something really strange, but maybe I guess for the new, younger gamer, it's something amazing. I mean, even the Xbox One, maybe for the brand new owner, first time you got a console, 
yeah, maybe those are achievements that are reflected to you because that's your first experience with it. I kind of get that more as maybe a milestone in your life, uh, but I'm guessing not a real achievement. But hey, maybe that's how people feel. That's why that's an achievement. But honestly, I think maybe milestone. I mean, for me, hey, the first game I played was actually a Star Wars game. Uh, well, no, no, not Star Wars. It was a game on the Atari 2600, not Star Wars. I did have a plane fighting things. I forgot what it was. Uh, not Space Invaders. It's a fun game. Though my memories, I think, were more of a Star Wars game on the Famicom. Of course, Sonic the Hedgehog, which I probably played well into my college days via uh, emulators. <laughs> anyway, again, I digress. I guess the yeah, cons of achievements. Then I mean, I guess I don't. I won't remember the first time I grabbed the ring. But I guess I do really remember the first time I started playing Sega, enjoyed it, turned it on, used it. Maybe that's what the newer achievements are kind of getting on. Maybe it's not just what I thought of this purely gamer score. But I do see lots of games that's just simple stuff for you to get gamer score. And people love gamer score on their Xbox profile. Makes them seem all pro. I think that's the term, right? Pro. But anyway... I still don't accept it as a pure achievement. I can understand why it could be. I see it more as a milestone. Is it something really deserving of points to a profile showing your proficiency in games? Probably not. It's something I find amusing maybe just locked to it. Like, hey, you turned off the first time you played this was this time. It's a milestone and maybe that'll be a different set. No gamer score, but something you can remember. Hey, maybe something it can tell you about, like, hey, in this day, this happened here, this happened here, this part of your milestones. I mean, I'd like to see game developers do something like that. You have the achievement list and the milestones of gaming, or, you know, the, your personal milestones of gaming that's attached to the game. For me, hey, complete the first level, that's not an achievement. For me, it'd be a milestone. Can they do that? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. I mean, but it'd be far more interesting. Something that you can more tie to to your experience versus simple gamer score. Plus, when it comes to gamer score, I think it should really reflect your real ability of doing things. Like, I mean, I find with gamer score you get for achieving like certain levels. Let's say the first time your character hit level 30, level 35, 50. I think it's the same with Borderlands where you actually got different achievements for hitting different levels. I mean, that's interesting. That's amusing. And I guess that would show gaming proficiency, ability to do things, especially maybe if you got it in certain times. Uh, like uh, maybe you got level 50 in under a week. Uh, I think that's possible, not by glitching. I think there's ways you can power level up to 50, probably if you have friends. Now, those are insane achievements. Are they milestones? Not really. I mean, uh, we wouldn't be sharing among our friends. Hey, once the first time you power leveled up to level 15 under 7 days? No, a milestone is something I guess we could all share. Simple to that. I mean, like a first ring, first blood, all those things. Hey, it's a milestone. Achievement? No. So hey, maybe if a game developer somehow lists our show, though I do wonder how you got here, please don't sue us in any way or form. We don't really have money. Seriously, we really don't. I may be a Mac gamer, but it's... Yeah, don't sue us. <laughs> and anyway, uh, the whole concept again about the achievements, how it started of being something, you not know, school get stuff, 
friend, uh, doing this with your friends, challenge each other to what you can do, and it becoming something more attached to games as when we can show off or just challenges that we get reward for. It's interesting. It made the games more fun, more interesting. And when it did get to the point where I would say milestone level versus achievement level, I guess that's a part we have to fix, maybe either as a community talking to the game makers or maybe game makers themselves looking at it. Don't make achievements that are not real achievements, things that we don't really work for. They can be milestones. I mean, we can talk about that. No, it's a milestone you can all share. I'm pretty sure if I ask Paolo, you know, what's the first game he ever finished? He'll probably remember this is a milestone. Uh, second game, he probably won't. I mean, the first game I ever 100%ed was Sonic the Hedgehog 1. The first RPG I ever 100%ed, as in did every single side quest, every single little tidbit, would have been Final Fantasy 7, even though I played Rings of Power for about 3-4 years. Rings of Power, uh, it's an instant game by Naughty Dog for the Sega Genesis. Only finished it in 2008. <laughs> Yeah, it was a hard game, and I still did not do every single side quest. I did a lot of side quests, did lots of things. It's a really, really fun game. You should, guys should go check it out. If you have a Sega Genesis, it's still running. I think you can find the game on eBay. It sometimes pops up on Amazon. It's a fun game. Go check it out. It's For me, that's a milestone in my life. It was the first RPG for me that really was what an RPG should have been and what an RPG should be at all times. But yeah, that was a milestone for me, and I mean, I'd love to remember those things. And game makers or developers could make that, hey, that'll be a great attachment to games. Where's the usual achievement score? And to younger gamers saying, hey, these are achievements, this is the first thing. Please stop whining. Uh, achievements are what they should be. An achievement. It's not simply doing the smallest task. Now, I'm sure some people have, you know, opinions against this, saying achievements are just for fun. Achievements don't mean really money anything. Uh, maybe in the newer day, maybe in your generation, that's true. I mean, neither teams are just purely fun. I mean, uh, you guys have the whole YOLO swag thing going on, so you know I won't put it <laughs> uh, as an impossibility. But remember, I mean, when it comes to achievements, especially with your friends and achievements in games, uh, you really have to show that you did something amazing, or sometimes it's something really, really weird and cool. And just so you know, this coming from an FPS gamer. The whole 360 no scope, jumping off a building, blah blah blah. I'm sorry, that's just like, it's interesting to see, kind of cool to watch at times, but uh, I've seen a lot of guys do it, does not happen in the game. Those montages are, there's a reason why those montages are generally cut up, not straight. <sighs> but yeah, achievements, unlocking them, what they are, where they came from. Things changed. It changed for the better. Personally, I find that it's changing for really, it's changing for not really the worse, but it's going to a spot that was really far from its roots. I do hope that it will be changed. I mean, I would love a milestone system and an achievement system, but hey, that's my opinion. I'm sure Paolo would probably look at something similar, but he'd probably see achievements in games as being something more fun and more tuned to 100% in games. He's not much of a completionist at all, but he does enjoy going doing all those challenges. Um, I myself do enjoy doing that for certain games, not all games, because some games just have absolutely insane ways to 100% it. But hey, that's the achievements for me. 
And this pretty much concludes the very first single player edition. Yes, they will be about this long, nothing too, sh nothing too short. I mean, I will try to push it 20 minutes, hopefully 30 minutes with the off-tangent, but it's not going to be a regular one-hour show. Because honestly, it's really, really weird talking to a screen and all I see is actually a recorder going on right now and I see my voice getting louder and softer, louder. Yeah, I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm not Paolo. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you have comments, I mean, I'd love to hear what you think about achievements. What do you think maybe my idea of milestones versus achievements? Do you think achievements are going for a good turn? Are they going for a bad turn? Leave your message below. You can email us. Uh, you can get, uh, I think, our e-contacts numbers on channel14.com. And hey, check out channel14.com. Check out our other show, Third World Linux. Of course, there's Third World Gaming. One of the most awesome gaming shows in Channel 14 because it is the only other podcast in Channel 14 talking about gaming. Until Linux start guys start talking about Steambox and I guess I might become number two. I'll be fighting for that though. <laughs> Same with Paolo. And you guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed this first single player edition and... Yes, the off transit section will be me, talking to myself, or my dog. <laughs> now, if you remember last episode, I kind of had a, I think it was a brain fart moment where, or a brain fart where I was talking and my brain just went dead. That is because of my weird new diet. Uh, okay, it's not a new diet, I'm just back on that really, really sad diet, simply because uh, if you remember from the last show, I talked about I had to lose weight. This is actually because of my heart condition, uh, something I kind of spread to genetics or something. And my cardiologist gave me this really, really sad diet that essentially removed carbs, starch, sugar, oils, cholesterol. Essentially, all the food that would actually be really, really nice to have and would make you smile and make you realize life is worth living. It's a sad diet. I've been living off boiled food, steamed food, fish, uh, some chicken, lots of greens which are all still weighed and limited. I think the only thing I'm allowed to eat an infinite amount of supposedly are walnuts. And I did this diet last year, or actually last last year. I have grown tired of walnuts. I've eaten roughly about 200, 300 grams of walnuts a day during that diet. I never ever want to eat a walnut again. However, on other news, uh, my room just got renovated. Yes, uh, you probably have never seen my room and I probably never talked about it. But my room used to be tiny, and now it got bigger ever since, well, you guys probably know in the Philippines we had this massive earthquake in the Visayas, uh, that's essentially where we live at, and my room took a bit of a shake. Uh, let's just say I could see through some parts of the walls, so heavy renovation. It actually was supposed to be a simple repair until my folks actually saw the bill and realized, you know what, let's renovate, and one of those renovations include a 1.5 meter increase of my room. Yeah, I am now rocking a window so huge, I still have to get used to the fact that there's a gigantic window in my room. It's a very hard thing to get used to, especially since you're trying to change, you have to realize, uh-oh, I gotta stay inside or I'll put on a show. 
And yes, I will start making these weird noise simply because diet and as I'm recording this, I just got off a really, really long shift. I think you've heard this from some of the Bodega Knights that I've done and some of the earlier uh, TWGs where I may have mentioned that I sometimes work extremely long hours. Uh, this one was actually a 36-hour shift or a 40-hour shift. I think I might have taken a nap. I have no idea. My memory at this point is a real blur. But hey, I still gotta make sure to get this show out to you guys, the Faithful 14 who are listening. And I guess you guys will probably have a specific name for, you know, the TWG guys. <laughs> anyway, guys, I ho- again, I hope you enjoyed the show. I would probably want to talk more in this off-tangent section. But again, really weird, hard to get used to. And I'm sure Paolo's section would be a nice contrast to what I do. Anyway, guys, good night. Hope you had, well, good night, good day, good morning, whenever time you listen to this. Have a good time and catch our next show where Paolo comes back and we'll be talking about the strange, strange issue of... <laughs>